This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Raider Nation, you're back. You're with Mo Moten. I'm Scott Colbranson. This is Silver and Black today. Couple things, couple orders of business. First, subscribe to the podcast. You got to go do it wherever you get your podcast. Do us a favor, go subscribe to it, whether it's on Apple, whether it's on Google, whether it's on Spotify, Stitcher, or on the Odyssey app. Go do that. Drop us a five-star review. We certainly appreciate it. Have every show pushed right to you. You don't have to wonder if it's there. It's just going to come to you. So when you get on Tuesday, Thursday morning on that commute, guess what's going to be there? It's going to be Mo. It's going to be Scott. We're holding a hot cup of coffee. We're ready to talk Raiders football. Also, do us a favor as well and head over to the YouTube channel. If you'd like to watch us in the evening, maybe you're cooking your dinner or you're sitting, uh, enjoying some, some you time, check out the YouTube channel and subscribe there as well. Follow Mo on Twitter, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. Again, read his stuff on Bleacher Report, covers the entire NFL, so you'll get all sorts of great insight and information there as well. He's also the Raiders columnist up on sportsnot.com. Follow me uh, at LV Gully. As well, where you'll hear me tell tell Mo that he's crazy, that he only thinks mint should be in toothpaste. But that's for another discussion. All right, we're going to dive back in, Mo, to Raiders football. And we're breaking down, getting towards the end of our position breakdowns. And we're going to talk about quarterback to start with. And everybody's going to say, well, why are you going to talk about quarterback, Derek Carr? Absolutely, Derek Carr's a starter. There's no question. But behind him... You, you have two quarterbacks vying for that number two position. And so when we look at that and we think about Mullins, we think about Stidham um, and, and how that battle might uh, un, unfold, to me, I'm not so sure it's much of a battle, Mo, but I want to hear what you have to say. Who's got the edge there and why? It's definitely Nick Mullins. I agree with you. I don't think it's that much of a battle. I know Stidham has Patriot ties. But he didn't do much after the Patriots drafted him for in the fourth round, I believe, in was it 2019? Yep. Uh, something around there. So I believe two, like a couple of touchdowns, four interceptions when he was filling in. So not much production there. Nick Mullins has started in eight games in two separate seasons, I believe 2018 and 2020. Started eight games with the 49ers in those seasons. So he has the starting experience. You can count on him to come in in a pinch if you need him, if Derek Carr unfortunately he gets hurt or something happens he has to come out the game you could depend on nick mullins to come in and carry and carry your offense to the finish line so i think it's going to be nick mullins as a primary backup we'll see what happens with nick stit uh, jared stidham maybe they stash him on the practice squad because you can stash veterans now so uh maybe they'll just hold on to him because they did give up a draft pick for him so maybe he sticks around but again the number two guy to me clearly is nick mullins yeah, and it's it's one of those situations where, you, yeah, most NFL teams now have that third quarterback on the practice squad. Stidham, 
obviously McDaniels liked him. They took him out of college with that draft pick. They traded for him with the Raiders, as you say, for a draft pick. From a developmental standpoint, John Gruden had Peterman, <laughs> and now uh, McDaniels has Stidham. And that's not a bad thing. I think it's good, and 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 you, you give him a year, and you see how it works out. Uh, but I do like Mullins, Nick Mullins, as the backup because he's game-tested. I mean, no. Is he is he a full replacement for Derek Carr if something, God forbid, happened to Derek Carr? Absolutely not. But he has the steady hand of a veteran. So if he's got to come in, even if it's for a series or two or a quarter or a half or a full game or a couple of weeks, he's got the ability to come in and do just enough to do that. And what about the system, though, the, the fit for him coming over from Cleveland, obviously, and then uh, with McDaniel's offense? What what about that? As a veteran, he's going to pick it up faster, obviously, than a rookie would be able to. But why is it a good fit with the scheme? I think he's just played under some good play calls. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. Kevin Stefanski mm -hmm. has proved to be a pretty good play caller after his stint in Minnesota goes to Cleveland, gets them to the playoffs his first year. And now he has Josh McDaniels. So he's been under, he's been in complex schemes. He understands the attention to detail. And I think he'll fit in just right with the Raiders if he has to play. So be it. I think the Raiders will be fine with him in a pinch. Yeah. And, and you look at um, Derek Carr, just going back to the starter, uh, Derek Carr coming in as <laughs> kid the guys had to learn so many playbooks uh, but this one I think is going to be good for him and I think it fits nicely with him but you look at Derek Carr obviously the red zone that's that's got to do with play calling it's got to do with some other things not just his play but what do you want to see from him I mean we're not going to see anything until we get to the regular season but what does Derek Carr's tick list look like what does he need to work on this camp uh, besides learning the offense uh, to get to the next step in his evolution of his career Ball protection. A lot of people have talked about this. Not not so much interceptions, but uh, the fumbles. Uh, maybe because of his hand size, there's always going to be an issue there. But he's, you know, he's when you get a feel for the pocket and you know pressure's coming, you got to be able to hold hold on to the ball with two hands. And that that goes for when you're actually running with the football. Because a lot of people, every time Derek Carr takes off with the football, some people, some fans hold their breath because they don't want him to fumble near the goal line or fumble at all. So that's one thing. Always keep your hands on the football. Uh, sometimes he's got to be able to let the ball go. Sometimes there are times where he is reluctant to pull the trigger. And sometimes windows will close. Maybe he could have got more yards. Maybe he got a touchdown instead of a first down if he had just thrown the ball a little earlier. So timing there, holding on to the football, I think are the top two things. But I also want to see him continue to work on his scrambling ability. Under John Gruden, that's been one sticking point for him. He's gotten a lot better with his mobility because he has the athleticism. I want to see him continue mm. to improve in that area. No doubt about it. Okay, so now we're going to move to the other position we're going to talk about tonight, which is uh, running back. And and Mo, I want to start because you've had a lot of conversations with your readers and listeners uh, up on social media about this, and it's been very, very good. But when we look at running back, and you and I talked about this a couple weeks ago, when you look at running back in the Josh McDaniels offense, it's very different than it was under John, on John Gruden. When you when you talk about the differences, why RB1, running back one, isn't necessarily RB1, uh, and, and it's more of a rotation, talk about how he managed running backs in New England and what we might see in Las Vegas this season. It's typically been running back by committee for Josh McDaniels. That's why I wasn't surprised to see him bring in Brandon Bolden and then draft Zamir White. And people say, well, what about Josh Jacobs? He was a pro bowler one year. Well, that's the, the way Josh uh, McDaniels runs things with his running backs. You're going to have a committee. I believe LeGarrette Blunt was the last Patriots running back to have over 1,000 yards 
as as the featured back there in 2016. So again, he has a form. He has a set system that he runs. And Josh, I think Josh Jacobs will still be the featured back in Vegas. But I think to, as you get toward the end of the season, you're going to see more Zamir White. I think Kenyon Drake can have a handful of carries per week. Kenyon Drake, I think, is slept on because he had a really good year in Arizona before he came to Vegas. Of course, it seemed that the previous regime didn't have a, a set plan for Kenyon Drake. And then he fractured his ankle. But I think he's a guy to look out for because he can also help with the red zone issues the Raiders have because he had 10 touchdowns with Arizona before he came to the Raiders. In 23 games with the Cardinals, he had 18 rushing touchdowns. He's 6'1", 211 pounds. People don't realize this, but he's a big back. And I think he's going to have, if he's healthy, he's going to have a big role inside the 20-yard line for the Raiders this year. Yeah, you and I talked a lot about him last year, right? Remember leading into the season, we really wanted to see him involved in the offense. And they did to a certain degree at times. And then, of course, the injury pops up and he wasn't able to complete the season and really have as much of an impact as we thought he could have. Uh, but certainly a guy, I think, if he gets if he can get healthy quickly uh, during camp and get ready for the regular season will be a good one. Who's going to surprise in this group? We've seen already out of camp, Moe. Zamir White has not seen any on-the-field time. That's okay. I think they probably are looking at him as a developmental back anyway, and he's probably destined for the practice squad, uh, but a guy that I really like. When you look at the rest of that rotation or what it could be that rotation, who might surprise people? Who do you see maybe as that third back, maybe the fourth back who could compete for that third spot? Well, Brandon Bowling will probably be the third back. He's going to be the pass catcher out of the backfield. Not going to get too many carries, but he's going to be in that James White role. And what I mean by that, he's going to, again, he's going to probably have the most receptions out of those running backs. I was Amir White, especially starting off slow. Maybe he gets some carries behind Drake and Jacobs. But I kind of hinted to, to Drake being that guy that I, I have my eye on. I actually think he can have close to 1,000 yards from scrimmage this year. If he gets about 500 rushing yards, about 500 receiving yards, I can see it. Because he just like I just explained with uh, Brandon Bolden, Drake could be that third down pass catching back. And as I just said, I think he's going to get a lot of looks inside the 20, inside the 10 when the Raiders are trying to push a ball past the goal line. So I know Devontae Adams through the air will help the Raiders with their red zone issues. But I expect Drake to also have a part in, in helping the Raiders fix their issues in the red zone. So, yeah, absolutely. A good pick there. And, and obviously why they signed him now Josh Jacobs. We heard Josh Jacobs talk to the media as all, as all um, excuse me, this week. Hello. Um, got a little <laughs> bit of mouth issues there. Uh, but no, we, we saw him speak to the media. You pretty curt. Josh Jacobs is not a guy at the microphone anyway who's, who says a lot. Um, he's just kind of a quiet kid, and that's the way he goes about his business. But clearly, as you talked about, his role has changed, and so it's going to be different for him in 2022. But when you look at what he's been able to do, I mean, staying on the field is number one. But in that system, in that role, what do you expect Josh Jacobs to do? The same that he always does, just in with less reps? Or do you see him improving in some other area of the game to where he can get more reps than he might if he had not tried to perhaps improve his cat pass catching ability. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Note to fantasy football players out there. You don't want to draft Josh Jacobs early. I don't think he's going to see a lot of targets because 
with Drake and Bolden on the roster, I think they're just going to have Jacobs focus on running the ball. I think he'll, he'll see about 12 to 15 carries on average per week. I still think he can get double-digit uh, rushing touchdowns because, if you know, he he's he can run between the tackles. Uh, he follows box and he can get in the end zone and get those first downs and move the chains. I, you can use him as a short yardage back, but you know, again, they can they can spread that responsibility to other running backs, such as Kenyon Drake, who I talked about having ton touchdowns two years ago. But I could see Josh Jacobs about 175, 180 carries for about eight to nine hundred yards and ten or eleven touchdowns. Now, again, if you're a fantasy football player, not a lot of volume there as far as the yardage, but I think he's going to get the touchdowns. He will lead that backfield in scoring touchdowns. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I, I, I yeah, it, it things change, right? And and Josh Jacobs a good player, but you're right. And if, if if I was going to draft a running back high in fantasy, and I did make the mistake of actually selecting him last year uh, in, in a higher round, uh, and it came back to bit me. You know, that's fantasy football. But uh, but a good breakdown of the running back situation is going to be interesting to watch it come out of camp that way okay mo we're gonna switch gears now well we're actually not what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about fantasy football some more because because we know that the world needs to defeat mo moton at fantasy football because he has declared himself the vince lombardi of fantasy football right uh and and it's 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 troubling and so what we have to do is we decided (laughs) Myself and my former co-host, who I know most of the people listening are familiar with. If you're new to the show, you won't know who he is, but you'll soon know, and he's unforgettable. That is one Mr. Kelly Kreiner. And Kelly uh, said, hey, why, why don't we do a silver and black today fantasy league so that we can beat Mo? <laughs> so we're going to do it. We're going to do a fantasy football league, myself, Mo, and Kelly, and then our producer, David Stepanian, uh, those are the only four in-house people. Okay, so we got the four out of the out of the twelve. So it's not a huge league. Got twelve. You get you start going more than twelve, Mo. It gets crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do a twelve-team league, and here's how you can join. And I know we'll have more requests than we can fulfill. So my apologies in advance. Maybe we'll do a second league depending what happens, but we'll see. All you gotta do is DM me. My DMs on Twitter are open. If you want to play fantasy football and help us take down Mo. Because Mo, Mo, tell them how good you are at fantasy football. You're not, you're not, you're not humble about this. I'm really not. Every year, I, I make sure I show people that look, you have zero chance. I said this last week. I'll say it again. If you're signing up for this league, understand you have zero chance of winning anything against me. All right, wow. I'm just gonna put that. I'm gonna put that out there again. The Vince Lombardi of fantasy football. <laughs> does not lose okay wow just saying but just remember when i do win i will take my victory lap publicly on twitter and let you know that you're one of the many losers who have (laughs) fallen to the great mo moton in fantasy football right and it's good that's why it's going to be so sweet when somebody takes you it's going to be somebody out there one of our listeners kelly's focus i think he's already studying like he's he's getting ready (laughs) He's getting ready, and I'm going to get ready too. But um, yeah, I mean, unless somebody takes Deshaun Watson number one, they got a chance, right? I mean, it, we'll see what happens. But it's going to be fun. We're going to do the league. We'll update it. We're going to have Kelly on the show as well. So we'll talk week to week about the league and how it's going. So the humiliating losses 
and the victorious vic- victorious wins will all be highlighted and we'll give you standings. We'll keep it up. We'll also have, Mo, this is what I'm excited about. We'll have listeners on. So the listeners in the league, for example, if a listener beats you head to head, they get to come on and take their victory lap. Sure. All, right? all, all for it. All for it. All and, for it. But hey, rarely will happen, but I'm all for it. <laughs> and the winner of the league uh, will get a, a, a silver and black today. We'll have some participants. We'll get more than just the winner. We'll get a silver and black today T-shirt, a Raiders T-shirt. We're also we're, we're contemplating a trophy because, uh, you know, Mo thinks it'll stay in his place the whole time, but we don't think so. And then we're contemplating. I think we'll have some humil- humiliating bets along the way, won't we, Mo? Especially with the four Maybe. of us. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'll eat some cheesecake live on air or something. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, maybe. Cheese, maybe. Cheesecake. Wait a minute. Cheesecake a la mode with mint chocolate chip ice cream. Oh, gosh. gosh. I know. I don't know that you could keep it down. I might vomit live on air <laughs> if that happens. So just prepare for that if you're watching well, the my mint, video. The mint ice cream's green. So, yeah, you could just do your best exorcist impression, <laughs> right? So that'll, that'll be a fun time. Um, but anyway, so we're going to do that. Again, if you want to join the league, I'm going to take the first eight people who DM me on Twitter at LV Gully uh, and you can be part of that. And so we'll do that and we'll get everybody on the league. We'll kind of announce who's in the league. We'll do a kickoff and we'll talk. uh, We'll start the trash talking immediately and we'll talk about prizing and all that kind of stuff. But I'm excited about it, Mo, getting the fans. We've never done an interactive fan thing like this before, especially with fantasy football, especially you know, with the man that is known around the world as the best fantasy football player in the history of mankind, Mr. Maurice Moten. I'm excited to add to my trophy case for fantasy football. <laughs> I have a whole bunch of trophies and medals and T-shirts and all types of prizes. I, I got a, I got a little bit of space left for some more trophies, so I'm excited about that. But aren't you like a wrestling guy, too? You don't want like one of the belts? Aren't you into the belts? I, I can... I, you know, I don't have a belt. Maybe I can add that to the collection. <laughs> you know, it, you know, you, you and Kelly and whoever else loses to me in the league can chip in and get me a title belt that spins. You know, that'd be pretty cool. You just wear it over your shoulder for every show? Just every show is over my right shoulder. <laughs> I love it. We're, we're going to have fun uh, with you guys and with the crew here uh, having some fantasy football fun and, and, and checking out if anyone can take down. It's a king of the mountain thing. we got to take them down. We'll see if we can all do it collectively. And no one's allowed to trade with Mo, right, Mo? I'm not, <laughs> we're colluding against you. It, it takes see it, it takes a whole village to take me down. If, if that has to happen, then you know how great a person is when oh. it takes eleven people to take you down. Just saying. that's that's true. That's true. But we'll we'll get it, and and maybe maybe we'll give you instead of cheesecake, we'll give you some humble pie. Might that that yeah. might work. So we'll see how it goes. But Mo, uh, I'm looking forward to Thursday's show. Uh, as we get ready for some more reports from training camp and uh, we'll break down uh, a couple other, uh, I I should say at large type battles this camp and what we're interested in, but it's always fun. Make sure you subscribe to the show. We'll be back on Thursday. Uh, And man, it was a good show. Lots of energy today. It is football season. Yeah. It's just the very beginning and everybody's just getting into some, some teams don't start camp until this week. But you know what? It's football season in Raider Nation, and I'm all for it. I'm ready for it. August 4th, Hall of Fame game. We're going to see some football on the field right up the road for me in Canton, Ohio. Absolutely. And, of course, on the 6th, the Hall of Fame celebration, everyone makes their speeches. Of course, uh, Cliff Branch in posthumously, but he's going to be in, Mr. Speed Kills. And Richard Seymour, how fitting is it that he yeah. gets in, a former Raider and Patriot? So that, yes. that kind of fits 
uh, with the with the Raiders having Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler in there. So it's good to see those two guys get into the Hall of Fame. And good, great to celebrate them. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Don't forget follow Mo on Twitter at m o e m o t o n. I am at lv gully. And until next time, Raider Nation, take care of one another. We will talk to you Thursday right here on Silver and Black today, an Odyssey Original Podcast. Take care.